for me to be out here, here on the Truckers Podcast. I do have the day off, um, last day of uh, the holidays for me and for so many people who are back to uh, work today. Now, over the weekend, uh, the Ontario government has been meeting to discuss any more restrictions. Now, being that the province here in Ontario is starting to see over 16,000 cases a day, You know, the government decided that they were going to extend the school holiday um, only by two days until January the 5th. And that didn't even give the the schools an opportunity um, to prepare to improve safety in the classroom. Other provinces around Canada has extended the school break until at least the 10th of January. Some even till about the 15th of January. So I don't know how the government would think that by extending the, the, the school break for two days is going to help or is it going to make a difference? Now, with these case counts, you know, uh, coming out on a daily basis, you know, uh, the hospitals are seeing an increase in staff illness. So that's really putting a damper on the care, you know, people that people would be um, receiving. Now, throughout this pandemic, um, having restrictions, lifting restrictions 
imposing restrictions, imposing new restrictions, you know, it helps, in my opinion, it only helps a little bit. It doesn't make a significant change. In the case counts that we are starting to see, we're already having problems doing PCR tests. And we're limiting that to people, you know, who work in the healthcare, people who are essential workers, people or not essential workers, but essential caregivers. And it's still really hard to uh, book an appointment for a PCR test. And will the rapid test help out or not? I don't know. But the government has asked us from time and time again to shorten your list of people who you visit with. Keep the visitations low. Don't have large gatherings. I know we just got over Christmas. I know we just got over um, New Year's. And the cases have been increasing since the fall time. Now, with this announcement coming today, and apparently in about an hour's time, what the government is going to say, I don't know, because a few weeks ago, the Premier of Ontario um, said on national television that closing businesses is not an option. Now they're talking about these tighter restrictions, including shutting down indoor dining, tighter gathering limits, and further school closures. Now when we talk about shutting down indoor dining, that is closing a business. Not completely closed, but it is closing a business when he said that wasn't an option. Is the community spread and uh, is going on, on indoor dining? You know, one of the few uh, places that people um, have been ordered to keep contact tracing. They come out with the QR code for the vaccinations and only fully vaccinated people could go and, and do indoor dining, could only go to the gyms, could only go to the movie theaters, could only go to sporting events. And just recently, you know, going from 50% capacity down to only a thousand capacity in sporting events to where the National Hockey League in here in Canada, no fans in the stands. Games postponed due to COVID outbreaks. Right now, I think the, the limit gatherings here in Ontario right now for indoor gatherings is 10 people 
in a household, 25 people outside. Because if you close, I mean, if they're talking about just shutting down indoor dining, tight gathering limits and further school closures, you know, then when it comes to the gyms, what are they going to do? They're at 50% capacity. Are they going to close all the gyms? Then if you do that, then you close hair salons, nail salons. And this is what Doug Ford was talking about. Oh, it's got to be like three weeks ago that shutting down businesses is not an option. Reducing capacity limits. This is the option that they're looking at. But is this the option that they're going to stick with? I really don't know. Now, the cabinet uh, meeting yesterday, we're discussing banning indoor dining lowering indoor from from uh, 10 to 5 fully to fully vaccinated people and outdoor gathering limits and discrete and decreasing capacity of essential retail to 50% and 25% for non-essential retail sources. Well, we're at that right now. When it comes to the retail the 50%, 50% capacity. You know, and that and that is that's including grocery stores. You know, the province of Quebec, I mean, they, they have, you know, like any province have their own set of rules. You know, they went as far again as imposing a curfew until ten at ten till ten PM. They've extended their their school holidays. And they're also been talking about when I said when it comes to gyms, you know, said that the government also is considering putting limits on gyms and personal care services, as well as banquet halls and weddings. It also is looking into canceling ticket events and closing in-person school, school implementing virtual learning for two weeks. When they already made this announcement that the schools would reopen on January the 5th and only extending it by two days. Now they're talking about extending it another two weeks. Why didn't they do that in the first place? I don't know. I have no idea. Now, When this announcement is going to be made here, uh, here in Ontario, Ontario at 11 a.m. So if the measures are approved, the government is planning to implement them as early as Wednesday and will be in place for three weeks before they are recessed to take a look at it again. Now, last week, the government implemented a number of of measures to curb the spread of this disease, to deal with the testing sources, and slash capacity limits at large venues to 50% for a thousand people, whichever is lower. 
Now, the Ford government also announced the return to school school date would be pushed by two days to give schools extra time to provide N95 masks to staff and, and to deploy 3,000 more HEPA filter units. These N95 masks are required for hospital personnel. That's where these masks need to stay. If you want to wear a mask, layer up. Put, put, put your two masks together and wear it. That's not going to change a thing. You give N95 masks to, to the staff and the kids just have to wear the regular mask. That doesn't even make any sense. None whatsoever. Now, with the P PCR testing, you know, um, it's already been limited to high-risk individuals as supply remains a concern amid this demand for tests, you know, across the country. So people who work in healthcare, people who are uh, providing care for a family member, you know, essential caregivers, and that are the ones who will get a P PCR test, but it's really hard to get an appointment. And it shouldn't be, not in this province, not in this country. Sometimes I don't think they plan very well. You know, did they think that the Delta was going to be the end of it? It would just peter out and it would be gone. So now we have the Omicron variant. What's next? What is the next variant coming? Because here we are, same shit, a new year. And cases are mounting and we've never seen so many cases like this throughout the entire pandemic here across Ontario, here across Canada. And again, Quebec and Ontario are seeing the highest cases. And this past weekend reported 16,714 new infections on, on Sunday and in a record 18,445 cases on Saturday, noting both figures are considered underestimates and they probably are underestimating it. And it's probably well over 20,000. The restrictions have become a band-aid is what they have become in order to curve the spread. People are going out in droves to get their third booster shot. But we're still lagging behind um, vaccinations um, for school-aged kids. 
getting their first shot, getting their second shot. Five years old and up, get one shot. You know, the government sat back on their heels and, and, and just sat there and watched this escalate. And they only jump into action when things get out of control. Good morning. Thank you for joining me. I'm your host, Doug, from Ontario, Canada, here on the Truckers Podcast. I hope you had a nice Christmas break. I hope everything is well with you and your family. Now, what I've been talking about um, before you come on the show here, the Ontario government here in Canada is going to make an announcement, oh, in probably about 45 minutes on new restrictions. Now, what they've been talking about and This is just, you know, um, the news media thinking, you know, this is what's going to happen with the announcement today and that um, these new restrictions coming uh, will be talked about today and when they when will they come into effect would be as early as Wednesday. And which is going to to include shutting down indoor dining, tighter gathering limits, and further school closures. Now, the government, like I said about three weeks ago, you know, the Premier of Ontario said closing businesses is not an option. The economy can't sustain closing businesses. If you close indoor dining, well, fundamentally, you're closing a business. You're closing it, you're closing it by 95% because you're only going to have takeout orders. Limiting capacities, we're already doing this. Limited, limited capacities to, to uh, um, households uh, of 10 people and 25 people outside. They already cut back, you know, 50, uh, 50% capacity in shopping malls. They've already done, they've already done all of that. Now, when they talk about, you know, shutting down indoor dining, well, think about the shopping malls. Think about all the little restaurants, you know, that are shopping malls. So people are shopping, they buy some lunch, they sit down, you know, and eat. Well, it affects those businesses too, because there's no indoor dining as of yet. That's coming. 
And I'm pretty sure the government is going to announce that for sure today that they're going to close indoor dining. Now, the cabinet is also has discussed banning, like I say, you know, with the indoor dining, but lowering indoor from 10 to 5 fully vaccinated people. And outdoor gathering limits. We're already at 25 outdoor gathering limits. And they're also talking about putting limits on gyms and personal care services. Well, the gyms, the movie theaters, restaurants, is all at 50% capacity right now. So what kind of limits are they going to put on the gyms? So when we come up with the vaccines and, and the government says only vaccinated people can go to the gym, can go to the movie theaters, can go to sporting events, can dine in restaurants. And yet, now if you close indoor dining, then you start punishing not just those businesses, then you start punishing people who, who stepped up and got vaccinated and you punish people who stepped up and got the booster. So what is the government telling us? Well, kind of an example is that when we said, okay, you know what, we're going to get vaccinated and we're going to get the booster shot, and we're going to have the QR code to prove that we are vaccinated. With the with the uh, with the QR code and the booster, you know that now is going to be proof of vaccination. And how many booster shots are we going to need? Now, if these measures are approved today, the government is planning to implement them as early as Wednesday, and they will be in place for three weeks. And like I said earlier, when it comes to the schools, You know, they always talked about the schools being the first to open and the last to close. It's important for the child's mental health. This is what they've always talked about. So here in Ontario, they only decided to extend the the Christmas break by only two days. And the rest of the province and territories have have extended it out to the 10th of January to the 15th of January with school closures. By only extending it by a couple of days here in Ontario does not give the schools enough time to prepare for the kids come to come back to school. And now they're going to say today, potentially what they're going to say today is that they're going to extend it for another couple weeks. They talked about this before the Christmas break. 
really not giving the parents a whole lot of time. People have to go to work. Christmas vacation is over. It may work fine for people who are at that work from home, but it's not fine for people that have to go to work and have their kids in school. And who's going to look after the kids? Now, what do they have to do? They got to stay home. Somebody's got to stay home. If the government is going to extend it by another two weeks, which they should have gave this heads up before the Christmas break when the cases were on an increase. But these are going to be last minute decisions coming down today around 11 a.m. This, this morning when the government makes this announcement. You know, the Ford government, um, like with the announcement of the return to school date would be pushed by two days to give schools extra time. Huh? I don't know how that gives them extra time. And to provide N95 masks to staff. N95 masks are for hospitals. And how's that going to make a difference? So you give the N95 masks masked, uh, to staff, but kids still have to wear the regular masks? That doesn't even make any sense. And we talk about, hello, how are you? So, you know, when, when back, you know, when... Um, On the onset of this pandemic, yeah, I'm still alive. Yeah, I'm still here. I'll be here for many more years. So, you know, at the onset of this pandemic, um, what we saw, you know, when it came to uh, the PPE, we had a shortage of N95 masks. N5, N95 masks are not for the general public. They are for the medical use. They are for the hospitals. What we're seeing in the hospitals right now is we're seeing a shortage of staff because staff is coming down with the Omicron. And that's really making it tough on the hospitals. The, the, the number of people in hospitals right now, I mean, it is considerably low. But the government doesn't want to get it to the point that it's just starting to overload you know, hospital stays in ICUs. We don't want to see that. Because anytime the government turned around and, and imposed restrictions is when we saw the increase in hospital stays in, in, and including the ICUs. I mean, looking around 
you know, not just here, not so much here in, in Canada when it came to cancellations of flights. Look what happened in the United States over the holidays. Look at all the flight cancellations across the United States during this holiday season because they were short staff and the implications that had on people. You know, the government asks you to keep your travel limited, right? We have a travel advisory. You know, the government's asking you to use common sense and, and don't travel unless it's absolutely necessary. Well, it is starting to be normal to lo- to do to um, lose jobs. I mean, look at I mean, look at the impact because look at the impact that it it has on um, the 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 economy. You know, on the onset of the pandemic, when we closed all non-essential businesses, the financial hardship that this has caused and, and it's still causing it and it's continuing to cause it because today the government here in Ontario is going to announce closures of indoor dining. So those staff are going to be out of a job. I'm sorry you, you got, uh, you just got laid off. I'm sorry to hear that. Getting back to work, you know, throughout this pandemic for these people who work in these non-essential businesses, you know, do they have enough hours to apply for employment insurance? Just January the 1st, the minimum wage here in Ontario jumped up to $15 an hour. And that's including everybody who works in restaurants too. And now they're going to pop potentially find themselves out of a job starting Wednesday. If in fact, this is what the government is going to do is the government of Ontario going to close indoor dining. Is indoor dining part of the problem? I don't think so. You know, restaurants um, have to do contact tracing, which means you have to give your name and telephone number. And they also have to um, check to see if you're fully vaccinated because that's the only way that you're going to be able to dine in. And this was all done by the government. It's a community spread virus. I get that. You can get it anywhere, anytime. Doesn't matter if it's an indoor dining. Doesn't matter if you're in the shopping mall. Going to the to, to the drugstore or, or whatever. 
Well, it's a, you know, new year, uh, new year, same shit. Right? Nothing says change, but only things, but only things have gotten worse. Never before in this entire pandemic here in Ontario, where I reside, have we seen over 18,000 cases a day. It's still not comparable to what the United States is seeing right now. The United States is seeing you know, 270,000 cases a day. You know, we've never seen these numbers as high. And, and, th- and that is a, a low estimate. And it could be much higher. What they're telling us is, you know what, if you're not feeling well, and if you have at least four of the symptoms of Omicron, consider that you have it and isolate. People that would be able to get the PCR test is going to be people who work in long-term care homes, people who work in nursing homes, retirement homes, hospitals, um, people who are an essential caregiver. You know, I don't, I I really don't know what to tell you, ladies and gentlemen, you know, I really don't, you know, um, by doing, you know, all the simple things you know, that the government, you know, has asked us to do when it comes to, you know, social distance, wear a mask, sanitize your hands, keep your contacts as low as you possibly can. Yeah, prior to the Christmas break, you know, the government, you know, bumped up to, uh, full capacity in all sporting events. Could have full capacity in restaurants, full capacity in the shopping malls and all this stuff like that. You know, they changed nothing leading up to Christmas. And then only till recently did they go to 50%. And then only recently that they only for like for large sporting events, they dropped it down to a thousand people. Well, here across Canada uh, with the National Hockey League, there's no fans in the stands. Well, being in the in that hospitality industry, you know, uh, working in a hotel, and the uh, the significant drop um, in the visitors in the visitor numbers, you're absolutely correct because it's it's, it's the same thing here in Canada. You know, it wasn't too long ago, you know, when um, both governments, uh, federal governments here in Canada and the United States, had opened the land borders. for non-essential travel. 
but still um, providing proof of vaccination. You know, for anybody who wants to go from from Canada into the United States, you know, whether whether you know you're going to cross by land, you know, you're going to cross into Port Huron, or you're going to uh, cross into New York, or you're going to cross into uh, Michigan, uh, uh, like go over the bridge into Detroit, or whatever the case may be. You have to fill out the Canada Arrive, and you have to put all your information in there. 72 hours prior. You have to have a PCR test before you come back. And that's just, and that's day trips. You're just going over there shopping for the day. That was lifted at one point in time, but then the federal government reimposed it. Well, this is when people want to go to warmer climates. It's when people want to go to Florida, want to go to Arizona, want to go to California, or they want to go to Cuba, or they want to go to Mexico, you know? I mean, you you do it at your own risk because you don't know what other countries are going to do. And you can end up being stranded and the government's not going to help you. They helped the very first time on the onset of this pandemic two years ago. But not now. Because we have a travel advisory. And you travel at your own risk. And then what happens is, is people, they travel... And then they come back and they test positive and then they have to stay in a hotel for three days and all they do is bitch and complain about it. When you knew there was a travel advisory on in the first place. It is better to, 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 uh, um, delay, to, uh, to delay your plans. I mean, there's better days ahead. You know, we just have to get through this the best way that we can. You know, people are tired. People are fed up. People are financially hurting. Mentally hurting. You know, when we had the, the stay-at-home orders, you know, all the lockdowns, business closures, domestic violence is on an increase. We have to push through this. You know, ladies and gentlemen, you know, we are the sheep. The government is the sheep herders. And they're going to move us around 
to protect us. The wolf is the virus. And we're going to follow the sheep herder. Yes, sheep are going to stray, you know, because they want any part of it. They're not going to stay away. They're not going to get vaccinated. They're going to protest. It's not going to change a damn thing. It's not going to change the mind of the government. Now, I'm not surprised that, um, you know, the government is going to make this announcement today. Why they wait so long, I have no idea. Doing a little bit, of, doing a little bit at a time, maybe thought that was going to work. They even talked about, you know, the winter is going to be, it's going to be tough times through the winter. It's like it was last year. Now, whether, you know, this variant is milder than the past variants, that's irrelevant. More people are getting it. That's relevant. Will these measures that are going to come down today going to be a game changer at this point in time in the game? Probably not. Because people still have to go to work. In the manufacturing, in warehousing, in the food processing plants, the automotive industry. I mean, you can't do for, you can't do the one and not the other. So the non-essential businesses are the ones that are going to take the hit once again. If you, if the government closes indoor dining, then you close the gyms. You close the movie theaters. 
you close all non-essential businesses. And from time and time again, these are the businesses that suffer. The employees suffer, the families suffer. Once again, their hours will be slashed. Oh, even though the minimum wage went up to $15 an hour, effective January the 1st, 2022, that's not gonna be much help to people who work in these industries. that work for the restaurants, the gyms, the movie theaters, the hair salons, the nail salons. Small merchants who have their stores in the malls will be, their capacity will be reduced. And right now, I mean, there's plenty of sales going on. And the merchants are looking to make money. They're looking to keep their employees on. Now, it was something like three weeks ago, the Premier of Ontario said, well, you know, closing businesses you know, is not an option. It doesn't work. Those were his words. If you're closing indoor dining, then you might as well close the business. If if one of the restrictions coming down today for the gyms that there's going to be no more you know, going to the gym, then that's closing a business. We're going to have to wait to see what happens at 11 a.m. when the government makes the announcement. And he'll come out and say, well, with, you know, you know, with heavy heart, I'm so sorry I have to make this announcement. You know, we've heard it. We've heard it from time and time again. Now, this past weekend, with you know, with the public health um, reporting almost eighteen thousand cases as of Saturday, and you know, figures are considered to be uh, uh, an underestimate. We can't even keep up with the testing. So if you're not in the medical field, you're not, you're not working, you know, if you're not working in a a retirement home or a nursing home, if you're not a, uh, a personal caregiver, you're not going to get tested. They're telling you to assume that you have it. 
the government isn't doing any more contact tracing. They're leaving it up to the general public to notify anybody that you're hanging out with. That if you have symptoms of, of, of COVID, that you're to tell them. I don't think that's going to work out very well. And they talked about this and, they, and people talked about this. People who come down, you know, with uh, the Omicron variant, they, they, they felt, they felt a stigma about it. They felt ashamed about it. That they had to tell their friends that, Hey, you know what? I have Omicron and you're out with me the other day. I think you have to, I think you need to isolate. They feel, they'd feel that people would, would get mad at them. Somehow it would be their fault they got Omicron. Well, it can be, and it can't be. It can be your fault that you got it. And it can't be your fault that you got it. You know, if you're going to have unsafe practices... Well, I don't know what to tell you. But even with safe practices, people are coming down with this variant. Myself, my family so far have been lucky throughout this entire pandemic. But for the millions more out there, not so lucky. And for the millions who've lost their lives, you know, during past podcasts that I've done and everything else like that, you know, I've I've, I've sat here behind the microphone and said, look. We're all in this together. And the only way out of it is going to take all of us. But there's millions out there who don't give a shit. When it comes to restrictions and policies, whatever the case may be, it always comes out that, oh, it's against, it's against my, my liberties and freedoms. I just shake my head at that, ladies and gentlemen. That's what I do. Governments have a sworn duty to protect their citizens, whether you like it or not. When they take office, they have a sworn duty to protect their citizens. Whether it's natural disasters, whether it's fires, viruses, 
they have a sworn duty to protect their citizens. And the governments have, under law, the right to impose restrictions. Every single, you know, every single province across this country of Canada in the, in, in the, in the three territories, they have an emergency order the emergency orders act at the provincial level and at the federal level and they can enact that when there is a threat And in this case, it's an illness. It's a virus. And it's highly contagious, whether you want to believe it or not. Your liberties and freedoms are given, ladies and gentlemen. and they can be taken. Whether we like it or not. We want our governments You know, to be reasonable, to be sensible. We elect them because we think they're going to make the right decisions for us. But everybody has been put to the test. Not just we, the voters, but the government. Throughout this entire pandemic. Depending on where you are in the world, when things start to look a little better or have gotten better. And then restrictions are lifted. And then things get out of hand again and the restrictions are reimposed. Here we are, I guess you could call it, you know, this is the, the fourth wave. I wish I could tell you that it would be the last wave, but I can't. I don't have a crystal ball. And we can ask ourselves: is the government making the right decisions? Are they making the right choices?
Because all we're doing, in my opinion, is just putting a Band-Aid on it with these restrictions. You know, it's like... You get a really bad cut. You don't put a Band-Aid on it. You got to get stitches. So when we get really bad numbers, we put a Band-Aid on it. Might only work for a short while. Now, you know, with the rest of the, of the country here in Canada, the other provinces, you know, they're, they're extending um, the school break for a couple more weeks. You know, like I said earlier, in that here in Ontario, in this province, they extended only till the 5th, you know, thinking that this is going to give you know, the school's enough time to prepare, you know, when two days is a joke. It's absolutely ridiculous. And I think the government realizes that because the, the Ontario government is looking around to see what the rest of the country is doing. What are the other provinces doing? In our most northern territories here in Canada, no outside visitors are allowed. And the reason being is because they are so isolated and they don't have the facilities we have here in the major cities. Even their return to, to classrooms are extended to at least the 15th of January. Because it gives the it gives the board, the educational boards more time to prepare. Two days doesn't give them enough time. So I think we're going to see that change today when the when the government makes their announcement at well probably in another you know 5 minutes but it never starts in 5 minutes you know it's 11 a 11 a and uh, it's 10:55 right now a.m. here in Ontario Canada it never starts at 11 a.m. it's usually about quarter after you know so um, I did want to, you know, I did want to wait to, you know, to hear that, that, uh, the, the announcement and what changes are coming, you know, good afternoon to you and good morning or good evening to people, you know, coming on the show here, uh, on the truckers podcast, it's morning time here in Ontario, Canada. Now, 
I will, like I said, I, I was, I was going to wait, you know, before I came out here, um, to see what the changes are going to be. And, um, once, uh, they're announced and then, um, later on, I will be back out here to tell you what they're going to be. And, um, just going to have to wait, see what happens. So I want to thank you for joining me this morning, ladies and gentlemen, coming out here on the truckers podcast. Um, just one of those mornings or days that, you know, I was able to come out here Monday morning because this is my last day off, you know, and new year back to work tomorrow. And that, so, um, I will be doing a evening show, which I'm going to put up on Podbean, by the way, so that, uh, when you're looking at uh, upcoming shows, you'll see that the Truckers Podcast um, will be up and um, I'll get out here after supper. So it'll be like 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And I'll give you the, the, the whole breakdown and the full implications of what the government, what the government said. So again, thank you for coming out here and joining me. Enjoy the rest of your Monday. And if you can make it out tonight, um, when I start my show at 7 p.m., that would be great. And if you can't, I understand. Because where you are in the world, depending on what time it is, where you are. And also enjoy the rest of your week. So take care. Be safe. Behave yourselves out there, ladies and gentlemen. This is the Truckers Podcast. I'm your host, Doug, from Ontario, Canada. Take care. Thank you.